You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 109 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-host Nick Theories, Mikey P, and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in to the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Mikey P, start 109, brother. 110. But I thought, I thought, I thought that's what you were saying. Uh, no, I'm saying 109. Apologies. Damn it. I'm blind. I just got some fire in my video. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. But that's the truth, though. 110 episodes, guys. I'm even getting corrected by the Godfar. Godfar. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> there you go. Godfar with the quality assurance. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get right into it because there is so much to talk about, as usual, in the NFL. So that being said, psychotic and iconic episode 110, powered by Playmaker, is brought to you by PrizePix. Daily fantasy made easy. Also, right now, we are live at the Props Network at PropsHQ.com. Be sure to go over there and subscribe to keep up with all of our football content. Okay? We're giving out some amazing picks every week. Amazing analysis. Fantasy advice. We got it all for you here at PNI. All right? Last but not least. That's a fact. That's a Fantastic fact. Fabric. If you haven't got PNI merch yet, you know who to call. DM us for pricing and details. Courtesy of IPP Pressworks, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. We will get you hooked up with P&I merch. And that's that. And hoodies are flying off the shelf, so yeah. come grab yours Start, today. Starting to get a little chilly, you know? Yeah, the fall weather. Get that here. little nip. Autumn's here, so... Those yeah. hoodies are comfortable and warm as Facts. Fantastic fabric, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't sit here and cap about it. I, I don't sell bullshit. I sell real material. Fantastic fucking fabric. Real materials. Real results. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what do you expect, man? There you go. So, Philly Phil, start us off. I love that. Sunday afternoon, the Philadelphia Eagles lay the beat down on the Washington Commanders. They sacked them. Double digit one. Oh, you. <laughs> they sacked them. They sure did. Nine times, actually. Nine times to be exact. All right. The Eagles win 24-8. Jalen Hurts, another few TDs. That's three, 340 yards. Devontae Smith, Slim Reaper got going. 
Uh, the defense was awesome. Carson Wentz, poor guy. He didn't stand a chance. So let's talk Eagles because we it. have to, man. We have to. They are one of two 3-0 teams. Let's talk about it. <laughs> They're one of two 3-0 teams. And the city's buzzing. They are buzzing. Should be. And it's because of Jalen Hurts. Why don't we start there? Jalen Hurts, guys. He's now top five in MVP odds. Actually, I believe he might be the favorite. Last time I checked. I'll I confirm that, but let's talk about Lamar him. is the favorite, but he, Jalen Hurts is definitely, I think, top three. I would actually, I would argue that for some, for against somebody. I would say Jalen Hurts is. Him and Lamar. They're going to go it's close. Strength, of, strength of schedule, too. Yeah. But one guy's 3-0. That's my point. Yeah, fuck that. And ESPN's hopping in. All the big networks are like, yep, Jalen Hurts. So let's talk about him. Come on. So for let's me, talk what, about what are your thoughts? My thing is with Jalen Hurts is that I'm happy to see him progressing um, as a passer mainly. I mean, look, if he keeps progressing like that and he turns into a Lamar-type player and he has the ceiling like that, the Eagles are going to wind up being – they're going to be on the verge of being a dynasty. You have two first picks round, first-round picks next year. Two second rounders the year after that. The, one of the best O lines in the league. AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, Boston Scott. I had to throw that in there. <laughs> of course uh, you did. <laughs> uh, but I mean, seriously, if you look at it, their defense—they have Slay locked up. Uh, I mean, they're—they're they're just uh, they're loaded. They have a great head coach at Nick Sirianni. I mean, I believe he's proven that. Like that Facts. timeout. That timeout he called to get them set when they scored the touchdown. Like that's fantastic coaching. Nate, uh, Nathaniel Hackett should call him. Facts his as well. Name, his new name. Facts. His new name is Nathaniel Can't Hackett. <laughs> Can't Hackett. Yeah, he stinks. Can't Hackett. But anyway, to get we'll back get to him. Don't worry. Jalen we'll get Hurts there. is just. I mean, he's he's a leader of men. He he really is, man. He's the truth. And this, he just he leaves this team. Uh, you could just see it. The guys gravitate towards him, and I love what I love what I'm seeing from him. Great start starting point right there, man. I love everything you just said. And I agree with everything you just said. There's one issue I have with uh, Jalen Hurts or the Eagles offense, that is. They have failed to score in the second half the last Very, two Thank games. you. Very concerning. That scares me. And you're playing against teams like Washington, Minnesota. I mean, look, Minnesota's not a bad team, but Washington, they're they're terrible. you got to put points on the board in the second half. If you're When you play against good teams, you're going to have to score all game. It's not going to It's not going to fly with that offense it's not gonna fly bro like it's just not gonna happen so for me i like what i see i think they come out they come out swinging they're explosive uh their defense looks outstanding getting pressure you have two you have two lockdown corners you got you got a good secondary their linebackers are playing extremely well uh the defense is getting the pressure um so the defense for me is playing outstanding outside of week one right but the lions have a, one of the best offenses in the game right now yeah that, i um but i i so that's my biggest concern with the Eagles. And also, I just hope they didn't peak too early. That scares me, too. That definitely scares me. Everybody's on the high, you know what I mean? And then once they go on the low, what happens? How do you battle back? I actually want to battle back. I want it to happen. Because yeah, I want to see, well, I you I you see them to. face it. But the problem is, I think the Eagles are favored in every single game. 
So, yep. where are it's you It's funny to... that that's catching heat now. Yeah. Did we not just talk about that? Well, it's funny that we say that because every time we talk about this shit, I go on Twitter and I see the same shit we just talked about. They don't give us our flowers. Didn't you pay attention to the last round, Meathead? Yeah. <laughs> pay attention. You're saying the same shit he said. I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, I mean, I, I love the Eagles. I, I love what they're doing. I think they are definitely playing the best football out of every single team in the league, uh, maybe outside of Miami. Um, but for me, the second half is concerning. And you, you just you just can't take your foot off the gas. You got to keep You got to keep coming. You got it. You got it. You got to step on their throat and you got to take their chain and let them know who the fuck you are. That's how you got to rock, bro. That's how you got to. If you allow the like, you can't allow teams to come back. If you don't score in the second half, you're opening in that door. Luckily, their defense is good. But it's, is it sustainable throughout the year? I, I don't think so. I love that point you just made about the uh, second half scoring, which at this point is my only concern with this team. The one concern I had going into the season was whether or not Jalen Hurts could take the leap. So I'm going to start. I'm going to actually, I'm going to make this into a facts or cap, okay? Because there's very few players playing better than this guy right now. All right, I'll, I'll answer first. But the facts or cap is this. Jalen Hurts is currently the MVP as of week three, okay? That's the facts or cap. And I'll start us off. I'm actually going to say facts. I'm going to say facts. And here's why. I think, well, one, it's between him and Lamar Jackson right now. And one guy's 3-0, and the other is not. The second thing is this. I think what you're seeing from him development-wise, even though they've, they've faced some cupcake defenses to start the season, let's be honest here. That's that's one thing I'm going to caution to the fan base is they have not been challenged yet. They he's dominated, doing, though. He's doing his job to perfection, though. But the thing is, what I'm seeing from him development-wise, the accuracy, the touch, the decision-making, those things translate no matter who you're playing. So that, my friends, is why he is currently the best player in the league as of Week 3. He's the MVP right now because of that, because I think that what he's doing right now does translate no matter who he would be playing. I think that this production would have happened. That's that's what I'm trying to say to you. But I caution you because, look, Jacksonville's defense is no joke. Their secondary is not great, though. That's, that's where you could beat them, and the Eagles sh should win that matchup. But that's the first actual defense that they're facing that's pretty pretty good right now. Like, that's that's what's making the Jags into what they are, besides, obviously, the offensive growth. The defense was the biggest issue with that team. So, and then after that, you gotta you gotta rebound quickly. I've said all along the tra the trap game on the schedule early on was the Cardinals as a trap. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I don't speak cap. That's not my language. Every language in the world, you chose facts. Because here's the thing: is I was the one who was the most critical of Jalen Hurts here. Yep. And I'm giving him his flowers here. I have to because I'm telling you what I'm seeing. The guy, I don't care who he was playing the last three weeks. I'm seeing a different quarterback. I'm seeing a guy that looks like a top 10 quarterback right now. Just calling it how I see it. But back to what I was saying, though. Cardinals, that's the first trap game I thought on the schedule. That's not counting that the Jags actually look good. 
And then the Cowboys defense right after that, guys. The week after the Cardinals. I don't, I don't understand this. <laughs> I'm looking at these comments here. Oh, that's just Marco. That's cute. He must, he must not remember what I've been saying about this quarterback. Now, that's it. I'm going to pass off to you guys. Remember, this is keywords. Facts or cap. MVP as of week three. Yeah. I don't understand how you could say how you could uh, say otherwise. I mean, to be honest, I would put Tua over Lamar, too. Tua beat Lamar, and then he beat Josh Allen in back-to-back -back weeks. I mean, this, he's 9-1 and in his last 10 games. He just doesn't get respect. It's wild. It's wild to me. Two is bowling. But let me stay on course. Not on that level, though. But he's, he's playing well. Six touchdowns in one game. Fourth quarter comeback at 28 points. I'm rolling to it. But anyway, so with Jalen Hurts, I'm just saying, I just, I, absolutely. I don't, I don't understand how not. Just look at, look at what he's doing. The, every, and everybody's acting like, everybody's acting like for some reason the Vikings stink. The Vikings don't stink. Their defense can be had, but... Good quarterbacks light up bad defenses. That's that's exactly what they do. The Lions don't stink. They're the number one offense, I think, in the NFL. They're scoring 35 points a game. I mean, I don't think any of the three points. teams they face stink. They don't, but stink. their defenses do. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, but he did so, his job. You got to go and you got to play who's on the schedule. And he couldn't have played any better. I don't think in the second half. I don't think he's looking to run first either. I think he's actually looking to pass, and then he's running when he has to. And that's opening things up now, too, because he's getting the ball out on time. Like, I said this last year when everybody was saying that he had a noodle arm and this, and he was missing this guy. And I'm like, I don't I, – he doesn't have the strongest arm. But it's more about timing with those throws. Like, the throw to A.J. Brown um, when he dropped it right in the bucket. Like, those – and on slants and stuff. Those are timing things. If, you have a, if you're in the NFL, you have, you have an arm that can make the throws. It's, it's, it's about the timing. And, again, we talked about this before with the catch radius. That, that makes quarterbacks look better. The, 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 the throw that Russell Gage, that was a great throw by Tom Brady, but it would have been a bad throw if he dropped it when Russell Gage made that. That was a great catch. That's the thing. You go out and you, you surround this guy with the talent that they did, and you're seeing him take a huge leap. It's not just any old leap. This is a big leap so far through three weeks. I don't think anyone could have like expected this right here. I don't think you could have based on what you saw in Tampa Bay last year. Theories. Facts or cap? Jalen Hurts MVP as a week three. Oh man, that's tough, man. Because I, I, I would like to put two in that conversation. I mean, to beat Lamar Jackson on the road, uh, coming back like that, down twenty-eight. Um, oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Hey, yo, Philly Phil, turn my fucking mic up. <laughs> yeah. So no, I, I mean, I think you should put two in that conversation. I think. Um, either or, if you took, if, if you believe Jalen or Tua is, I can't argue with that. I mean, the stats back up Hurts, um, but Tua, he he has really like he has legitimate wins. Like he's he's beaten the Ravens and he's beaten Buffalo back to back games. And Buffalo, I understand they were hurt defensively, but they are still like probably one of the best teams in the league. They're, they might be the best team in the league overall when healthy. So to beat them, you know after decapitating the fucking titans 41 to 7 like that's that, that's impressive to me man like that 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 is and oh yeah i forgot about that actually too what about the titans yeah they killed them i know and it's i like, forgot about that and it's like you know we always talk about you know up here emotional wins blah 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 
it didn't it didn't matter for the Dolphins. They came out and they executed and they won the football game against against the, the Buffalo Bills, Super Bowl favorites. So, look, I mean, you you should definitely put two in that conversation. But the stats will lean towards hurt. So, it's more geared towards stats. Look at fucking um, look at Rodgers last year. Well. I can't really say that. It's not geared, It's not really geared towards stats because Brady had better stats. It's a lot of Rogers. narrative. It is a lot of narrative. So I will go. I will go Hurts right now, just because stats and he has the same record as Tua. So I will say Hurts, but I think I think uh, Tua should definitely get a lot of like more respect and notoriety in that. So they both got bumped into top five in odds. Hurts <laughs> is second. I think Tua's either four or five on the list, and Josh Allen still remains number one. Um, I think it's because of the way they won. I think the Eagles offense just looks dominating. I think besides that one fourth quarter in Baltimore, the Dolphins have been good, but not great offensively. The wins are absolutely impressive, though. But that's I think that's the separator right there. And Lamar obviously carrying that team despite the defensive struggles so far. That Josh, that's, Allen, Josh Allen being number one bothers me. This is just odds-wise. I know. But I, I mean, just, it, it drives me crazy. He's close, too, too but it's, it's pretty clear that he hasn't had a better three weeks than Hurts or Lamar. I know. It's just like, I feel like this year, he's getting so much love from the media that, like, his blunders and all this stuff. Like, he's never, he's just, he's never made a championship game. That end of game and right there, like, that was, you know, he... It's like he gets more credit for almost making the championship game than like Patrick Mahomes did for making the championship game. Like it's a weird dynamic going on with Josh Allen. The MVP talk this early just like makes me feel super uncomfortable because this is the this is like where you get exposed. You know? Yeah, and that, that's why I specify as of week three because really I wasn't going to open this conversation until next week. Because it's the first month of the season. Like I'm over here. That's why in. I was putting that on pause, but I did it anyway. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm over here tooting to his uh, to his horn, and he could be dog shit in five weeks. Like I don't Facts. know, you know what I mean? So it's like, look, look at it, it's it's too early to tell. So for me, like if I'm watching the first three weeks, if I had to pick an MVP, I would go hurt. Exactly. Right. Right. But I'm not mad if somebody said to it. That's where I stand at week three. We're about to throw is Cooper gonna, Rush in here. Is it going? Oh, whoa! Is is it going to happen in week seventeen? Probably not. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it, it's just so much. So much happens throughout the course of the season. Injuries happen where our quarterbacks might look good in the beginning because they had all their weapons, but then they had to adjust, and then now their stats aren't as good because they're missing that key receiver they you know they were going to early on. So like that matters too. So like for me, like I'm super uncomfortable talking about the MVP. Me too. Three, but yeah, I mean it's a good conversation. But like that's, I, I don't know, man. That's the thing though, know. especially if you are between, let's say, a Hertz and a Tua, is I've seen through three games that Hertz consistently cannot be stopped right now, and I'm seeing a skill set that translates over. That's what I'm seeing. That's the difference right now. Whereas Read Tua, them. I've seen flashes but i've not seen consistency like that each game that's the difference maker for me like that's, and that's, you know i've i've been very critical of Jalen hurts i want him to succeed but i wasn't sure if he had it in him to make this big of a leap and now it's incredibly encouraging which brings us to the next faxer cap which could be overreaction city but i have to do it okay faxer cap the eagles are the best team in the NFC right now.
I mean, right now, <laughs> long pause. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say I would put them. I would say neutral. I would put them. I, I think they're a step. It's hard. It's really hard. I so, know, right? The, Whoa. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna say, there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say cat. I'm going to say cat. They're a top three because I'd still I would still give the edge to Tampa Bay. They're just decimated by injuries right now. But I would say Tampa Bay's. I would trust them above oh, you them. And then the ramp. <laughs> shut up, dude. The Rams, I would say, I would probably, it's hard. Like, I want to say I give us the edge over the Rams, to be honest, because I think we have more in totality. I wouldn't but, argue with you. But it's I hard, would agree man. with you. It's hard, because Cooper Cup is a one-man, he's a one-man machine. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just, I'm rolling cat. They're not They're not the best team in the NFC yet, but they're, they're a top three team in the NFC. Just checking, you know. As of week three, as of week three, keywords. As of week three, yeah, they look like the, the best team in the NFC. As of week three, that's the question, right? Is that my facts or cat? And you can and you can say that and then give us a little disclaimer after. That's okay. I, I right now I'll say as of week three, it's a fact, right? And I I don't I'm not going to put the Bucks at number one because their offense is struggling. Yeah, I know, I understand they have you know. Good for you, Nick. I appreciate I'm, your honesty. I am. I mean, I, I'm as real as they come, bro. So, <laughs> I mean, so literally, is this, anything when it comes to Tom Brady, you never know. No, I, I, but I keep it. That's a very fair. That's I fair. I keep it a thousand. Look, bro, they're they're hurt at wide receiver. Their offensive line is banged up. Lenny has a hamstring injury, but the Bucks defense is the best in the NFC. I, I I believe that. They gave up the least amount of points in the first three weeks in the season. They're they're a top notch defense. Them like, and the Packers head to head defensively. This is this is why I like these teams so much. Yeah. This is so, why I've I've been screaming that. So screaming it. If the Bucks get healthy, I mean, maybe not on the offensive line. I think they have like long-term injuries there. But in terms of their skill position players, like you, you can't roll out Scotty Miller. You can't roll out Cole Beasley off the couch. You can't roll. <laughs> uh, I mean, Russell Gates had 12 catchers. If he's your number one target, then you're in trouble because he's not that guy. He's a four. He's a four wide receiver or a three, at three at best, right? So like when you got when you have these guys at your disposal, it's like what do you do? You don't have Gronk anymore. You have Kyle Rudolph. He stinks. Uh, and that's pretty much it, man. If you can't get the running game going and your skill position players aren't there, you're cooked because Brady can't make plays on his feet. He's he's a pocket passer. He sits in the pocket and he's 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 the best when he's on the same page with his wide receivers because he does. He, he knows exactly where they are. He's he's accurate. And, and it's Brady because he knows what defense they're in. So. If his wide receivers aren't on the same page, they're in trouble. So right now, that's why you're seeing little struggles. But when Godwin comes back, Evans is coming back this week. When you get Julio back, they're going to be all right. They'll, they'll be fine because that's all they're missing. They're just missing a little bit of offense, a little bit more playmakers. And they're going to be they're going to be in that conversation throughout the entire season because their defense is legit and they're a Super Bowl contending defense. So that's my take on the Bucks. But right now, the Eagles are the best team in the NFC. I'm going to say facts right now. Keyword facts, because the only thing for me with the Eagles that prevented me from jumping in and saying 13 and four, like Mike first place, this and that, like the schedule is juicy. No question about it. But the only thing that held me back from going that far with this team was the quarterback. And I'm telling you right now, what I'm seeing here is just a different guy. This is a different guy than what we've seen so far. That being said, I do want to see him prove it against a better defense. This, this has been 
you know, I, I mean, the Jags might be a pretty tough test. It's going to be interesting because they're coming off the emotional win. Um, their secondary is beatable, unquestionably. But that was the only thing. You know, quarterback aside, the Eagles could arguably have the best roster in the whole league. So it was never about that for me. And I'm, I'm not going to go and say, hey, they're winning the Super Bowl now. Like some people like, you know, they're getting really into it. But if this continues, they will be scary. Do you think it does? What? Continue? I do. At this high rate? I do, but I, I will say that I don't think it's going to be as easy as it's looked the first three weeks. And I'm telling you right now, the next three games look a little bit harder than they did when we first looked at the schedule. Because right now, Micah Parsons is unblockable. He's unblockable. Um, and you, that's that's the thing with Dallas. If you want to beat Dallas, Dak should be back for that game. Um, look, Philly hasn't played Dallas well. So let's just call it what it is. And until they do, you have to circle that one. And Arizona's a tough out, even with all their injuries right now. You're going there. Um, if it was at home, I'd feel a little bit better about that. That was the trap game for me. But the Jags now, with the way they're looking, well, we're going to go there shortly. Interesting. So we just gave you, like, triple coverage of games already. So we're going to move on a little bit here. We're going to go back to the Dolphins now, okay? The only 3-0 AFC team. All right? It was, it was dramatic at the end. Everyone saw the butt punt. Everyone saw, like, it just everything. It was crazy. Um, so I'm going to first ask you this, guys, because I don't know how everyone's feeling about this team. I think they're all like, wow, they're 3-0. and Wow, Tua's not killing them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So with the Dolphins, are they for real? Or is this just luck, like a, a lucky bounce here? Because this is the game. This game truly could have went a number of directions it, it was chaos at the end yeah. it was chaos so like i want to know how you feel i look three and oh like that's a big deal uh, the teams that they did beat it's a big deal yeah i think I, honestly i think they're good i think they're well coached they're winning close games they're making comebacks they blew they blew a team out they made a comeback and they won a tight game in their first three games with a rookie head coach and a quarterback that more than half the league believes is below average player so like I just again I don't understand it and like teams better wake up like and prepare for them because Tua is playing well and he just he's being overlooked and I think that's screwing teams up and like there was no reason for the Bills to be a five and a half point spread in that game with their whole defense with all their defensive backs out so like I just I don't I don't understand why nobody is talking about Miami at all to be honest Oh, now they're going to have to. Yeah, I think I do. Because I, they play, they I got a think, quick turnaround. They play Thursday night. I think they're a And they play the threat. Bengals, who yeah. need this game. They yeah, need they it. Do. They really do. And you never know. This is in Cincinnati. This is actually a really good test here for the Dolphins. If they could turn around on a short week on the road. That's not happening. After an emotional win. Yeah. I kind of feel that way too right now. But yeah, I'm leaning I still, I mean, I don't love the way the Bengals are playing. So I'm, I'm going to give them a real chance in this yeah. game. Like, the, you know. But this is this I is a, interesting. The Bengals ain't losing with those fucking white jerseys and the white helmet. They, oh, they, those they jerseys are sick. Wait, I cannot they wait for them. They are fire. I know bro. they're awesome. Yeah, they're heat. Now I, I'm I'm leaning towards 
them being for real. I think because I their wide receivers are ridiculous. When you have a Tyree kill, man, like he changes your entire offense. And you already had Jalen Waddle, who had a breakout season last year as a rookie. Uh, they have Gusecki, who can make plays. Two is not killing them. The only issue is with them is can they run the football? Are they going to be able to run the football down the stretch when it's crunch time in the playoffs? That's where I'm skeptical because you need to do that. That is how you win football games in December and January and, fe and February, too, in the Super Bowl. So what does it feel like, Nick? Not to cut you off. It feels like I'll, I'll give you a hint here. What like other AFC East team do we talk about being able to run the football in the winter in the big Bills. Mm -hmm. does it not feel kind of similar except you know obviously one quarterback's much further along yeah but like the way they play the roster kind of the same right yeah because they can't they I just don't want to run the ball i'm with you and it's going to catch up at some point it might even catch up in this game because this is a game you gotta you gotta establish that Bengals are desperate they need this at home it feels like a game where you kind of have to try to get to work. Yeah, you have to. And you look like you had something going with Raheem Moster, and you totally went away from him. It's a, I don't know. Which was, I, it, it, it was weird. It like they're doing like tryouts at running back. That's exactly how it feels like. <laughs> it feels, that's exactly how it feels Show like. Show up who's to the tree guy? Yeah, like who's the guy? So, but I, I, I would lean towards the Bills having a better run game than the Dolphins. Uh, I like Singletary as a player, but they have Josh Allen. This guy can get a he gets like nine yards a run. He's he's ridiculous. So that is their running game. So I would trust him more than Dolphins uh, in terms of that. But, you know, I, I think this team's for real. Um, and I mean, I just think that they need to run the football when, they, you know, down down the stretch. They, it looks great. Three and oh, OK. But, you know, they're going to have a real test on Thursday against Cincinnati. And um, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, look, if they come out and beat Cincinnati, look, they the got fuck nice. Look out. Yeah, I mean, if they, they, the they win this one, the Jets. Very impressive. Yeah, I mean, their next, their next, here's, I'll, I'll rattle off their next six games. Go ahead. And they're all winnable. They play the Bengals on the road, which is their toughest one, probably, in my opinion. Then they play the Jets in, in New York. Then they play the Vikings at home. Then they play the Steelers at home. Then they play the Lions in Detroit. Then they play the Bears in Chicago. Like, I, I could probably see maybe two losses at max. Uh, but if they could survive the Bengals, they might go on a run. Because they're going to be having momentum. They're going to be like, oh, shit, we went on a short week. We went to Cincinnati after beating Baltimore, after beating Buffalo on a short week, going to Cincinnati, who just who just came off a Super Bowl berth. They're, they're going to be riding high. Like, they're going to be having a lot of confidence. I think they play for their coach, and I, I, I think they're a real team. I think, I think a lot of teams should be uh, mindful of them on their schedule. And they just beat two teams that they were definitely not even given a chance to beat. And the way that they did it was th that's what a playoff team does. They find a way to win these games. It don't matter how it looks. And so for that, I'm going to say that they are for real a tinge of luck, but they are for real though. Like, cause they, they had the roster. They've won nine games, two years in a row. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was nine games, two years in a row. Right. Cause last year they rattled off a bunch of wins. Um, start of the season cold. And before that, same thing. But, like, you know, last year we saw some development from Tua to at least get you thinking, all right, maybe he can at least play winning football. I think that's what he's doing right now. Mm -hmm. um, and this really, like, I don't know when he's even going to be tested next. Actually, as we are going through this schedule, 
The next time I feel like he's truly going to get tested is probably Cleveland. That's that's not for six, seven weeks. Yeah. I'm... So, like, he can keep this up. This could be a sustainable thing for him, too, which definitely he needs. Like, I feel like he's a guy who needs the confidence. Helps his psyche. Like, a Jalen Hurst guy, he's not going to be rattled. But Tua needs this. So, interesting. Interesting. We shall see. I'll be real, though. I think the next time the Dolphins play the Bills, I think they're going to get their ass waxed because it's going to be in Buffalo. They're going to remember that loss. End of the season. It's going to be, yeah. I, I I can see it already, bro. Circle the wagons. Yeah, yeah I, I would like what Buffalo that, in that game, what too. What if that's for the division? I, I, I would take Buffalo. Their own. Yeah, I, I would, too, at this point. That's no, no, uh, the week before it, Christmas. I wasn't saying it for that. I was saying it for the fact that that could be an, it, be an it awesome It could game. be. If that was for the division late in the season, I mean – the Bills are at a big advantage to uh, in the cold, Miami in the cold. But it could be. What it's is, conceivable your, they could beat all these teams we just talked about. It's what conceivable. Your, what is your percentage of Miami winning that division? I would give them like 30%, 40%. That feels about right. I would say like 25, 30. And that's not like, that's not a slight. It's just that I think they got the Bills the right time. That's a game the Bills I mean, probably should have won. They got three conference wins and a division. You know the Bills, the Bills should have won that game, if we're being honest. You no, know, it's crazy. But I'm not gonna. I don't you think. Know. I don't think people are giving the Dolphins as much as credit as they would as any other team because the Dolphins have been so bad for so long that it just doesn't seem real that they're three and zero and they're playing this well. Like it doesn't seem. Well, they've normal. been like, they've been sneaking up like on teams for two years now. Yeah, yeah. and that's been, part of their that's that's their thing. Here's that works for example. them. If that was Lamar Jackson, if that was Kyler Murray, if that was Patrick Mahomes that came back on a team and scored 28 points in the fourth quarter and then beat the Bills like that, it would be over every single hey, headline yo, Phil. Phil. all Turn over the all over the TV. And you want to know why though, Mike? It's because of, it's the quick. way that they did Correct. it. If That's they if they could just go out this this game right here this Thursday, if they could go out and dominate it from start to finish. Then it's a whole different conversation. It's a, it's a bad That's spot. the thing is, is they keep on. It's it's inconsistent through four quarters. It's a bad spot and, for them. And you can you can make a lot of different arguments there. But the thing is, they're showing you character. They're showing you they're well coached. They're showing you that you can't count them out at any point. And they're showing you that they they definitely are a threat. Yep. So go out there and dominate. Like lead the whole game. Mm -hmm. I'll talk to you on Tuesday. That's the thing. Yeah. I got, I'll, have a, I'll have a different tune there because that's, you know, we'll see. All right. A, a quick question. Just quick answer. Better 3-0 team, Eagles or Dolphins? Eagles. One word. Eagles. Uh, Eagles. All right. Next up. You ready for some flowers, Pauls? I don't know, man. I'm going to be yeah. capping. I'm going to hand you your flowers. I don't know, bro. I don't, I don't know if I was uh, capping there. I don't want to talk about nah, it. I think it's Eagles. But, I might have sprinkled some cap in there, but Homer bias. I'll go Eagles. Yeah, let's let's keep it at one word. All right, Philly Phil, change it up. I got to hand Mike some flowers. Believe me yet? <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. That was I, I wish good that shit. we had a clip for this right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. You got, got to, to save the, the clip. clip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My hands on your pelvis. I'm hitting from the back in there. Go ahead. Yo, that's crazy. All right, Mr. Pauls. Ballsy as hell. That's crazy. He hits. Whoa. He picks the. <laughs> Somehow I always get tripped up here. He hits on his pick. The biggest upset pick. The ballsiest upset pick that I've heard in a long time.
picks the Colts to overcome the Chiefs, and he got it. So, you know what, Philly Phil, give him a round of applause. Pauls, <laughs> you. you're, you're the literal only well, person huh? that I know who picked the Colts in this game, and I don't give a fuck what anyone says on social media. You're literally the only person in the whole world. We got it clipped. We do have a clip. I gave you your flowers on Twitter. It's bro. not standard. I had to. I had to go. <laughs> Came correct. Nah, yeah, we we legit at P and I, man. We legit. So, who the fuck's calling that? What a goatee. Get the fuck out of here, man. Ain't nobody doing sharp that. Lines, what the fuck are we sharp lines, man. Sharp lines, sharp bets. Who is doing that? Yeah, talk, King. Yo, yeah, that's King. That's the image if you got that. <laughs> oh my god. So, Matty Ice, on that last drive, he he did it, man. That's why we're calling him Matty Ice today. Showed, showed uh, a resemblance to his former self. Yeah. 428 and three. It's so funny. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny because when they muffed that punt or that kick, I started laughing and I knew it. Right you knew there. it was over. I'm like, yeah. I really, I, I thought happen. the same thing. And I just laughed because, like, it was exactly what I thought it would be. Mike, you want to know the turning point for me? When Kelsey dropped that touchdown, that touchdown. which he never drops, I knew it was over. I, I call me crazy. I just like, oh, Shit, at least you call him. the energy is just <laughs> out. It's gone. It's like you. That's huge. That's 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 what a team like the Colts need. They need something to to get them going. OK, and that was it. And then obviously the punt. But I'm just saying that, that's still a ballsy win against a team that is obviously superior. That's hmm. so are you guys I, I want to ask you this. Are you back in on the Colts yet? Because all three of us had them winning the division, I believe, right? Nah. All three of us did. Nah. Are you back in on the Colts yet? Ooh. I'm good on them. Yeah. <laughs> I should have stuck with my guns and said the Jags. I should have did it, man. Well, did, so you pissed. did take the over, I think, on the win total. Yeah, I should have did it. I knew it, man. I uh, I just didn't know if they'd be able to win games. Doug Peterson, But the man, competitiveness he's most, he's most underrated is there. Coach in the league. Oh, we're getting there in a second, by the way. That's that's like how we're going to – this is kind of a quick note here. Yeah, no, the Colts like, made the Colts stink. Um, they got lucky. <laughs> they got lucky. It was a desperation game to try and salvage whatever they can try to build upon. But I'm not encouraged by them. They're going to catch an L this week against the Titans. So that's just right. Titans playing that. well too. They just caught them well, in a bad spot. Yeah, and I agree very, with that. very few teams. So very few games where the Colts throw the ball 37 times and run it 27. Are they going to win this year? That's a great that's, stat because they're that not true. going to win if that happens again. Yeah, and I promise you, one of the main reasons I picked them is like the Chiefs' schedule. We're about to find out right now what the Chiefs are made of. We're gonna find out in the next like six, seven weeks because they have the Bucks, which is why I picked the Colts to begin with. The Bucks, the Raiders, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Titans, the Jags, the Chargers, the Rams, the Bengals, the Broncos. So their next easy game is December 18th. They're really not going to have an easy game all year. Their, their schedule is insane. But I think if you if you said to someone, hey, the Chiefs are going to start 2-1 and look pretty convincing, I think everyone would be pretty happy. I'm not worried about the Chiefs either. I'm not either. At all. But I think like they, they to this point, have shown us they're, they're legit. 100%. I'm not worried about them at all. Yeah. I am worried about the Colts, though. I, I, don't, I don't know... I don't know what's going on there. That offensive line had so much talent. They've not been the same. This is two years in a row now. I do not like what I'm seeing. You should have got another receiver. Yeah. Okay. Bottom Nothing against Michael Pittman. Nothing at all. He's he's, he's awesome. He's amazing. But they're like, just, they're as a group, they're a bottom they, five group. They need another piece there. Matt Ryan, 
I, I'm still not back in on him either. And you need to find ways. Look, in a game like this, where you are not running the football, you got to get the ball in Jonathan Taylor's hands. You have to get him the ball somehow. You his, have to get him the ball. Is his Period. usage odd to anybody else? Oh, what's so odd about it? He had 21 touches. That's a lot. But they're they're throwing it more than they're running it. I, I, don't, I don't like I don't the know. way the whole offense looks right now. They fell, in, they fell into it. They fell into the trap of Matty. Sure and I see a question from James. Uh, are you guys buying or selling Taylor? I'm buying. I, I'm buying. How if if there's buy? someone out there who's concerned about him buy low immediately sure buy low like because they know like this is the recipe this is how it's going to happen and they're going to see like look they might have had that moment in training camp they're like "Ooh, i like this quarterback a little better but reality just set in after three games they're going to do the same thing as last year and adjust the game plan to build from jonathan taylor that's that's how it's going to be he stays in and they got yeah exactly they got a little too overexcited i think about throwing the football again that they forgot about the best thing that they have going for him right now is that man right there. It's a lateral move going from Wentz to Matt Ryan. Just First reported by Pauls at PNI. It, it is. Well, I was with you. I mean, Wentz. Oh, Wentz. you were. Actually. I was. I was. Apologies. Yeah. Wentz stinks, but Matt Ryan is not playing well either. Wentz right now is better than Matt Ryan. Agreed. I don't care what anybody fucking says. Agreed. And also, the guy had negative 16 passing yards. That's because of the, because he the played a defense. defense. We can get into that right now. It was the defense. Stinks, it was bro. the defense. You, so, you only hated Carson Wentz this Mike. week because you played the Eagles defense of Mike. fantasy. Keep Mike. it a buck. Keep it a buck. Mike. I'm not going to keep it a buck. I know. I know you don't. No. This is this is, this is is why I hate Carson Wentz. He holds on to the ball way too long. He didn't have That's time. why he got sacked nine fucking no, he times. Does, no. You got to get rid of the fucking football, bro. You can't hold it down there and, and put it in your he pocket. He does tend to hold the ball he too long. But Long, this is the first time. This was my in my preview. He don't learn from my, his fucking mistakes. This was yeah nine sacks. This was in my preview here because they haven't faced a defensive ball, line like that yet, and that is the thing is that Washington now they see that they're going to have to make adjustments when they face a formidable line. That was the first time that they were challenged on that offensive line. That's the first time, and they showed some leaks when Aiden Hutchinson started getting to him. So they have to they have to adjust. I mean that offensive line is, is shaky too. Sorry, it's not a Carson Wentz conversation. I'm just saying he, he's not that good. I don't know. It's... Everybody's talking about the Jags are a good team, and Carson Wentz wiped the fucking floor with them week one, and that just somehow that got forgotten. And so, that's got to stand out because yeah, of what I, he did in, in week 17. Yeah, I guess, I'm, a, last I'm confused, man. I don't understand it. I just I just don't understand. He's the most scrutinized quarterback in the NFL for no good reason. No, there is a reason. He holds on to the ball too long, makes stupid mistakes. It happens. I didn't say he was a fucking star. God bless you. Bless I just you. Said, they, I, they stood no chance in that game. No chance, it, bro. They No chance. The way that he was getting pressured. He could have helped his case a little bit, but I'm not I'm not going to say that they lost because on, of him. My, a negative 16 pass. It was the yard. worst game he's played as a pro that I've ever seen him play. It was horrible. It was. It was. I was, it was sitting there. I'm like, damn, my guys are up here defending them. I'm like, what the fuck are they looking because for? Because you know what? They, <laughs> there's been three games, and two of them he was very good. That's why. I Long guess. season. I mean, yeah. Mirage. They kick him when he's down. But I do want to see how he responds in the next game. He will. Uh, I'll they bet play? anybody any amount of money they beat Dallas this weekend. They played Dallas, so there you go. I Guaranteed mean, W. You could put this on there right now. Guaranteed W. It's in Dallas, too. That actually is a really I'll, good... I'll see, my but that's the, thing, that's the thing is, how do you adjust now? If you're going from the Eagles, they, they have depth, the defensive line. Dallas has Micah Parsons. How do you deal with it? That's going to be interesting because that right side of the line, it, oh, that's going to be that's going to be a test. He's going to have nightmares. That's going to be tough. 
Um, we shall that. see. Hold on to the ball for an extra second. See what happens. He's going to get stripped. He's You're gonna not going to be able he's to. Gonna get back. He's going to get every, all the above. He blew up that center last night. He, he's Michael a beast. Parsons and smacked in. Parsons him. is the best defensive player in the league right now. You could argue it. That's not cap to me. It's not. He's, he's special. It's not cap, bro. Right in the defensive player of the year conversation, if not leading it. All right. Now, where were we? We were with the Colts. Um, did you guys want to say anything about the Mahomes be enemy argument? Because um, I know Shady had oh, some comments there. I, that's exactly what I wanted to bring up. Maybe, do you want to add some context there? Because actually, I didn't even see the con the comments from Shady. He said I, that uh, Eric Bieniemy doesn't call plays or nothing like that. He just argues with players. He loves to argue with the players or something Ooh. like that. And maybe and no shit that's why he's not getting a job. Maybe. I don't know though. But I mean, it looked like Andy walked up right after Mahomes argued with him and pat him on the back like. But ESPN needs to conquer. You know, Andy's, Andy's with Mahomes on this one. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Because he knows. Andy knows. Like, he's like, all right, come on, Mahomes. We, it's a developing situation, maybe. Keep an eye okay. on it. Maybe. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, you, you got to have a good rapport with your with your offensive coordinator. But I've seen Brady blow up with you know yeah. on, on his offensive coordinators and won Super Bowls. They've had a lot so, of success to together. Me, it, to me, it doesn't matter. It's it's the heat of the moment. You're in a battle. You're in a tight game. Oh yeah. It, 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 like emotions get the best out of you, dude. Like, and I think that's what people don't realize is like when you're playing a contact sport and you're playing with all this adrenaline in you. Your, your emotions are high so like anything that like like is not going your way you're going to be like frustrated so yeah of course bickering happens between All teammates and coaches like i just think people just miss like they don't understand that so i i, I don't think it's an it's, it's a big deal because we're a so that's, that's why i'm not gonna story, like yeah I, i'm I not getting too into it because i, I think it. they've had a lot of success together so this it. stuff happens some things boil over it was the heat of a moment in a game where, yeah, they, they should have had another score on the board. They were probably frustrated. So, you know, I think he was mad, actually, because he ran the football on a first down. They wanted to take a shot. Uh, I think it was that. I, I don't remember exactly how it went, but I think it was that. All right. Next up, Philly Phil. Here we go, guys. The Jacksonville Jaguars, coached by Doug Peterson. They manhandled the Chargers. Huge upset. Justin Herbert played. Listen, he played. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. I totally did. They manhandled <laughs> the Chargers. I couldn't tell. It wasn't even a contest. They went out there and they beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Period. Yeah, he did. So, was that Trevor Lawrence's best game, guys? I, I think so. Absolutely. He actually, there was a there was a point in there where it actually looked like it was clicking for him. Like he was starting Dougie to P. figure it out. Dougie P. I mean, it's Doug Peterson, man. I said we said it all offseason. He's bringing stability to that organization. They didn't go hire some junk ass college coach or a leftover coach. He's a Super Bowl winning head coach that gets no respect. And I, you know what? He never, he never got enough respect. He's I'm like, with you on that. that. He's a professional play caller, and he's that? an offensive guru. And it's time to give him his fucking flowers. This Especially, guy, this guy is a special coach, and and he got tossed to the curb like he was nothing. And the Eagles fans even they didn't respect him on the way out. No, it was Frank Reich, but Frank Reich's yeah. gone to Indianapolis and done shit. Right. Thank you. So we, Enough put, said. we could also put that to bed, too. And guess whose division he's in? Frank Reich. I'm just going to say, this This looks like this looks like a legitimate offense that's, that's coming together. Because the Chargers, look. 
the defense still exists there too, right? 38 points they yeah, gave up. Them up. 38. All right. 38 points. Trevor Lawrence, three TDs. James Robinson. Is this oh, not man. the best comeback story that you've seen in a while? Yeah, shout out to James Robinson, man. I I, I drafted Travis Etienne, and, man, I fucking whiffed on that, bro, because James Robinson is the RB1 in Jacksonville, and he's I think he's number two in fantasy right now. He's, he's a monster. I mean, I, I feel, it feels like every single game he's getting a 50-yard run for a touchdown. Does it not he's, feel like? He's explosive. He's just hitting the hole really hard, Pauls. And uh, <laughs> he, he just looks like a great running back right now. And... I mean, it's amazing what he's doing, coming off the Achilles injury and, and like, what, nine months? So, like, shout out to him, man. Like, that's 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 really cool to see, though. It's I, great. It's great. It's encouraging for other people that, that are going through an injury like that to see a guy like that. You know, that gives them kind of hope. Does that's it not cool. feel like... That's cool, man. They, they're kind of like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. That's what it feels like. They got a good running back room. They do. And it's that's how good. it looks like the touches are going to balance out right there. Like, James is the is the leader but etn's gonna be good in that sprinkle he's gonna be like 10 to 12 touch because doug peterson gets these guys involved yeah he puts them in good spots and etn probably will be used more as a receiver it makes sense honestly when you profile these guys robinson looks like he's got the burst though that's the thing that's crazy is coming off this injury the same one cam Akers had yeah it looked like shit in the playoffs this guy looks better he's gonna win is it possible wins. I think all it shows is I think he's just been slept on the second he's been in the NFL. He's he's a legitimate starting running back in the NFL. He's got patience. He's a one-cut guy. He knows exactly. He's just a patient runner. He's got good vision. He doesn't have burners or anything, but he's just a smart running back. I just, for you me, know? I never understood the hype around ETN. Even when, like, even when they draft him, like, I just didn't understand it because James Robinson is good. Like he's really good, and for me, well, it was like I think you got you. People like myself got caught up in the hype of the fantasy aspect of the game, right? Like with ETM, because coming out of college, he was leading the you know the uh, the NCAA and and catches, and he had like a, a big you know bazillion of them, and he was playing with Trevor Lawrence. Now that he's back with Trevor Lawrence, everybody bought into the fact that okay, he's going to be fantasy beast you know yep. he's catching passes ppr he could run between the tackles you got trevor lawrence he, he who was his quarterback in college i think that that was where the hype was but people really slept on james robinson they ha i feel like him, they bro. have been like last that year is. i traded him after he had those two down weeks because i was so petrified of urban meyer because i'm like all right this offense looks abysmal yeah and then he just the week three the week after i traded him for calvin ridley calvin ridley lost his mind and james robinson took off and i'm like Okay, and then, like, I'm looking now, and it's like ETM was being drafted ahead of him in almost every single draft that I saw. And it's like now, like, in our league with Sheamus, we're in a 14-man league in an auction draft, and Sheamus got him for, like, $4. Mm. Sheamus's team is stacked because of that pick. Like, he has a legitimate running back with, you know, Cooks and Diggs and Mahomes. Like, it's, I mean, I mean, Cup and Diggs. Like, it's crazy. He's going to win people leagues because when you're getting them that low, it's a massive value. And he's showing no signs of having a health issue. But that's the thing is, I think I think they thought, uh, honestly, with ETN, it was just weird that that's the team that selected him. They didn't need to draft a first-round running back. I think they did it for Trevor Lawrence, and that that's it, really. It didn't make sense that he was a Jaguar. I period. I forgot that he was with Trevor Lawrence in college. When it, you said that, I was like, oh shit. It just doesn't make sense. Other, other than that, that's why I bought in. I was like, I didn't right, know well, that. that makes sense to me. Like, that yeah, actually, logically, now, speaking, now yeah. I get it. He'll now use them I, both, I though. Yeah. I mean, look, 
So Robinson had 20 touches. ETN had 16. They're both going to play. And ETN's going to have some big weeks too, but... Wow. Keep an eye on well, this running back room. up because I need his ass. <laughs> yeah, he will. If you're a PPR, been, you might be been, all right. He been hella mid, bro. <laughs> he been sticks and seeds and all that shit. I, 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 need, I need some strong dank from him, bro. You do, bro. That ass. He's been strong absolutely mid. Red hair skunk. Yeah, so, wow. That, yeah, if you got that red hair skunk, bro. <laughs> hang on there, Nick. He'll, he'll probably you, reward you. You win in your fantasy league with that. <laughs> Red hair skunk. It delivers. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I want to talk about running backs. Now we're on the conversation. Go real, ahead. real quick point. Is this running back year in fantasy really, really strange, or is it just me? Like, I feel like all the top picks have been really super middle of the pack kind of guys. And getting hurt. Calvin Cook. Yeah, I mean, Swift just got hurt. Um, Eckler's been super mid. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, super mid. Henry scored last week, but other than that, how, how's he been for you? He's, he's been terrible besides this one. He had 7-7 seven, seven, and then 23. But here's the thing that I've noticed in saying that because I've noticed that too. Yeah, it's crazy. The guys are throwing the ball 50 and 60 times a game. I mean, Kyler Murray had 58 pass attempts. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, Carson Wentz in week one had 40. That'll, that'll lose you Wentz, games. You know what I'm saying? Like 40 times? Like, that's a lot. Like, I, I just – the running back now is starting it, – it, look, it could be an overreaction. I'm just saying it's – the, the whole league is just throwing the ball beside Justin Fields. He only throws like four times a game. Also, I think fantasy-wise, I think this is why the zero RB strategy is becoming popular, which means like people just don't draft a running back for four, five, six rounds, and they attack those middle-round guys because there's just so many injuries at the position. There's committees. I want to be in that league. And that, but this is, this is a very popular strategy, and it works for a lot of people because you get three elite receivers, you get elite tight end. It, it, it somewhat makes some sense if you if you're like me and you keep getting killed by the injury bug like this the, i was telling you guys the first year i really went in on handcuff backs i usually don't go that way i like to get starters on my bench but if i didn't do that i, I have camara and swift in one league and i'm like shit i've been i've been worrying about the backups since the start of season and i'm gonna have to even i'm gonna have to depend on them again jamal williams this week by the way, he's my value well, play whole, of the week. The whole uh, he's good. No running back strategy to me, it doesn't even make any sense. Like, why would I do that when I can get an Amon Ra later in the draft? When I can get a Gabe Davis later in the draft? Like, I can get formidable wide receivers that can plug in week in, week out, and feel comfortable with, and still have two of the top backs in the league. Like to me, I, I just never got into that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that kind of guy. I mean, I think there's a plethora of wide receivers, whereas running backs, there's a diamond a dozen. You know what I mean? Like easy. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like this year was a little bit more deeper than it was last year. I will say that. I did say that before the draft too. Um, but it, it just, it's just something seems off yeah, through, with the running back position in fantasy. And I'm just trying to figure it out. Through three weeks, the wide receivers are winning the battle. Yeah, I agree. We'll see how it turns out. Question though. It's a facts or cap guys. You ready for this? The Jacksonville Jaguars are the best team in the AFC South. Right, right now, now, right now, that's facts. That's absolute facts. I agree. <clears throat> I mean, I, I think they have the best coach in the division. I expected that's the cat. offense to be better this year. That's cat. But the defense, though. I'll take Vrabel. The, Doug, I fuck with Vrabel, bro. Doug Peterson, I would take over Mike Vrabel any day. The Vrabel's awesome, but I take I, I take Peterson. Though. So I'm not I saying like that because I love bro. Mike Vrabel. But, Two very good coaches. But, but Peterson did win a Super Bowl. I have to give him that. But, yo, if you look at it right now, anyone with a backup. 
But yeah. my thing is, is like when you look at it, they have the best head coach in the division. They, they have the best quarterback in the division right now. Yeah, Tannehill looks, looks like it's Tannehill's off. Matt Ryan looks like he he stepped off the cliff that everybody's been saying Brady was going to step off of for 10 years. And I mean, uh, I can't even think of the other quarterback in the league. Perhaps it's Davis Mills, but perhaps. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is for me, I, I expected the offense to improve under Dougie P. The defense is shocking to me. I thought they were going to get carved up big time, but they showed some signs late season last year that they might be a unit. And they are, I mean, look, you hold the Chargers 10 points. Who's their coordinator? Their D coordinator. You know off the top of your head? Don't even remember. I don't even remember who Doug hired. Uh, maybe it's Gus Bradley. Not Gus Bradley. Uh, <laughs> Gus Bradley that's is crazy. fucking crazy. Uh, um, Todd Wash. Todd Wash. Oh. Oh, that defense some dog shit. Well, there you have it. Wash a couple so weeks, we're all, we're all, <laughs> yeah. you know what? Wash. If the, wash. If the Jags, wash. if the Jets, no, wait, did you say, did you already answer? I can't I even remember. Answer. I think oh, go ahead. I think the Titans are going to be the best you said team. Cap. No, right now though. Right now. Right now? Yeah. They're I the mean, best team in the FC South. And you're allowed to say cap. You're allowed to say why. I, 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 I think they say, are. I, I kind of want to say cap, but I, I, I just, I think this team's a mirage. I just do. I, I, I don't. I don't believe it. I don't, I don't believe in them long term, season long. I say think what you they shut out the Colts. I, that's cool. I, that's early. easy. Yeah. Divisional Colts. opponent Highland though. Shut out the Colts. Divisional opponent. I mean, the Eagles they, could shut out Carson Wentz. They could have beaten the Commanders Week One. They they could be three and zero right now. They hold the Chargers to ten oh, yeah. in L.A. Cause they lost to the, to the Commanders. I'm way off this team. They lost to Carson Wentz. He fucking blows. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. oh and sick, so your so your beloved Titans lost to the only winless team in the league. Who? The Raiders. Yeah, so what? They won. The Titans won. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. I'm sour. We wait, we're getting there. <laughs> we'll get there. So All right, wait, 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 wait. Where were you going with that? I was like, so, what? Guys, also. I just, I just wanted smoke. Rashawn Slater. You don't want that, bro. Left tackle, the Chargers, now out for the season. This is an elite left tackle from Northwestern, by the way. They're in trouble. Who? Are the you going to, uh, and you can, let's keep this brief, but. Are you panicking about the Chargers right now? One and two. I am. I am. And the, the quarterback is hurt. Justin Herbert's hurt. I'm missing so his left tackle him. now. The run game can't get established. The defense just got waxed by Jacksonville. They have injuries on defense, though. Joey Bosa, I don't know if that's uh, that's interesting, too. See what happens there. Uh, Yeah, I'm worried. Justin Herbert can't move. I have him in fantasy, I know. Um, he can't move. I, I don't know what is going on with Austin Eckler. I, I'm he, not a top ten. I think, I I think he had five. I think he had five yards rushing. Don't do that. Don't do that. I think sorry, man. I'm sorry. Eckler's my guy. It has everything to do bro, with workload. Fuck, that, fuck For, that. Anybody who plays fantasy football, buy fucking low, bro. This so, guy's a beast, bro. Bro, he had this five guy's rushing yards. He had what? He had five rushing yards on ten carries, I think. I don't care, it, bro. For me, it was not about talent. It's about workload, and he's not getting it he right is. now. And he's not playing well. On top of that, buy low. I don't get it. I, I don't I don't understand. I really don't. He I'm looks... entertaining offers if I have him right now How because he's you? got the name. I'm entertaining offers. Buy low. Heard it here first, bro. Buy low, bro. I, I believe in that. You guy. can get him. Yeah. You can get him for less right now. He's if a you PPR want. machine, bro. Listen, like... you believe in him? Hell yeah. You should go out and get him because you'll get him at a good deal it's right cool now. When they do it, <laughs> it's a problem. When I do it, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> That's real shit, though. It really is a problem. I'm, I'm a little worried about the Chargers, too. Can't afford to fall behind in this division, in this conference. And Dave Didinger, our guest last Tuesday, said it. 
this is an injury to Justin Herbert that is going to be affecting him all season long if he does not rest up. I don't know, guys. Maybe they should consider re resting him. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm just speculating here, but maybe they will just to protect them for long term. You know, you know uh, a long term injury. I mean, especially with your left tackle out. I mean, now who's going to protect? They got his the Texans side? this week, right? They who's, got the Browns. Who's going to protect him? His blind side. If he gets hurt, if he gets hit again, like a, a real big shot, he's going to die. He's going to be out for the entire season. So for me, it's like, all right, maybe they should give him a rest. But the problem is, they're one and two. So they got to win, man, because that, that division is tough. You got the Broncos, the Chiefs, and the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders are 0-3, but um, but they, their division is extremely hard. So they have to keep they have, they have to find ways to win. And right now, they have a lot of injuries. I don't understand what they're doing with Eckler. They, I mean, I feel like if your quarterback's hurt, you should give him the ball more. Correct. I'm so that's right. It doesn't make any sense. So I, I, I feel like they're, they're, they're scrambling around right now, but they have too much talent to not figure it out. But I, I am I'm worried about the left tackle. That is a major loss. Like, you see it with the Bucks. With Donovan Smith out, you know, you, I think you had Josh Wells in there. He got hurt. Then they play with an uh, undrafted rookie left tackle. He got smoked. He can't. It's not sustainable throughout the entire year to lose your left tackle, and uh, that's going to be a big concern for me. So I am worried about them. And this, I, I feel like their next game is a must win. Yeah, that's the thing. You got the Texans this game. Who they? I mean, that was the Fuck season them. killer Fuck last them. year. Fuck them, yo. Fuck them. They cost us $1,000. They cost us $1,000 in the weekend. Fuck them. I had the Bears. I'll never my be a Texan hand, again. I'll oh, never be a Texan. And Tex that was the only game we took on the money line. I'll never be a Texan. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. I, I, had a, I had the Bears. I hated I fucking hate the Bears because I hate Justin Fields. <laughs> I do not want to root for him. He is terrible. He. I think he's the worst quarterback our text in the message, league. Our text message back and forth looked like two toddlers fighting over a toy. We were freaking out I, so bad because that was the only one. Bro. Listen, I don't want to make this about Justin Fields, but the fact that he's only thrown the ball 60-something times is never going to help him develop. Joe Flacco, for example, has three times as many throws. Joe Flacco, okay? <laughs> or I can make another angle. Yeah, I know what you're going like, to say, that they don't trust him and this and that. that but you know what? Then you should have traded him in the offseason because you didn't draft him anyway. And what It's I a, say, new, a new front office. Good point. That's their own fault. So what I say in the beginning of the year? I said Justin Fields is not going to be the quarterback. They're not doing him any favors. They're going to be the worst team. Dude, they're, they're, dude, they're, they're going to run the ball 50 times a game? Fine. Your, your quarterback's never going to develop. And he don't look good right now, by the way. He did play like some dog shit. He, he said it himself. Anyway, we're not I'll talking about him. I'll take Josh Rosen over. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> He's there. <laughs> good for you. All right. Hate fields, right. Next up. Billy Phil. I mean, bro, he skipped dinner to go watch film. What the fuck you watching? I would hate bro? to see what he would look like if he actually what went to dinner. What are you watching? If he went yeah. to dinner, I would hate to see what he looked like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he must be on some different diet, too. Oh, but that's yeah. all a different story. Yeah, he, I guarantee you he went <laughs> vegan. That explains it. Oh, my God. He's a soy brain. He's oh, sick. my God. Anyway. Not a fan. The packs. The packs. The Bucks and the Packers. They delivered on that sleep fest. A slow, grinded out defensive showdown between two legends. The Packers come out on top 14 to 12. Brady and the Bucks, they fail their two point conversion to end the game. So, uh, I mean, one thing, you guys bet on this game, I believe. I want to get on that, but you got me first, I think. So, theories, I'm sorry. Pauls takes that one. And now we got to talk quarterbacks. Say something slick. Go ahead. 
I mean, you can. You, you want to say something? No, ahead. I actually oh, didn't. That time, really didn't. <laughs> well, it's cool. Well, let's talk quarterbacks here. I mean, we kind of already talked about Brady, and we know that this is somewhat out of his control. But he also he hasn't looked like himself too too much. I'm not worried about him though. But he, he has not been playing well. Um, Aaron Rodgers looked like he was getting into a groove in this game, but it kind of tailed off later on. Started off with, what was it, nine straight completions? The offense looked a little bit better, but they didn't put enough points on the board. Well, Brady started off with 12 straight completions. And Brady also started the game off strong. So, interesting. I think Rodgers outplayed him, but really, again, this is about this more, more about defense. Um, and here, you can correct me. I agree. You, you could say this here. This is my take on the whole game. Sure. If we're assessing the teams and stuff. Yeah. If Aaron Jones doesn't fumble that football, what, five-yard line? This game, I, I don't know if it would have came down the wire the way it did. Nothing against Brady. It was just one of those games where there were not going to be enough points scored in this game to, to come back from that deficit. Uh, I think it would have been a whole different outcome if he didn't fumble that ball. Um, but I was happy that it was exciting at the end for that reason. I wanted to see if Brady could come back and pull this off. I, wa I wanted to see overtime. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, uh, I picked the Packers too, but I wanted to, I wanted to see overtime. I got to be honest. Um, I am really discouraged by the Packers. They're the 27th ranked offense in the NFL. They won a game with Russell Gage, Brashad Perryman, and Cole Beasley by two points. It's just not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. Well, what else did you expect from them? I expected sure. this a low-scoring slugfest between two defenses, two very good defenses. The problem for me is, and they like, they did look pretty when, good early on in the if, game. If Tom Brady has Mike Evans, the Buccaneers win that game. That and was part of my preview too. This I had who, the Bucs win in this game if, this if that were the case. The Packers are rolling with the rest of the season. So to me, I was just discouraged by it. They had a chance to win the game. Tom Brady comes in there and leads that drive. I think it was like 80 yards or something like that. I mean, it's just it was right on schedule. I mean, the fact that he's still able to do that, those type of things when he gets on it when he gets on the game. You are something else. <laughs> he gets on the game and he has to go get a prostate exam. Like it's crazy that he's still able to do this. He's probably going to therapy. So I so mean, and, oh, and he don't actually, he don't look I'm healthy. Glad you said that. <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna say, say that. this too. I actually don't think that Brady is playing. I'm not gonna say he's playing poorly, but he's not playing to up to his exact standards. It's partly because of injury, partly because of what he has going on in his personal life. And I feel like it's really messed up because you, we we're married. You have a girlfriend. When you fight with your girl for a few days. It's miserable when you go to work and then you got to go to work and you got to do all that shit. It's hard when you're fighting with your girl like that. Let's just call it what it is. He's not playing well right now, but you see like, okay, this guy is still there. I'm not saying like he's going to fall off a cliff like Absolutely. some people are. Not even close. But he's, he's not playing well right now. And Aaron Rodgers, for that matter, has not been playing that well either. Although at least his thing has been like this. He's kind of gradually going up. It's just not like it's not like an incremental jump, you know? Brady's kind of been all over the place. You see moments like that where he, he has his traditional Brady game-winning drive and he looks just like himself. It don't matter who's on the field. I'm going to fucking score on you. So that's why I'm not worried about him. But I'm just saying this is not the Brady we've seen the last two years. It's not the Rodgers we've seen the last two years either. One Interesting because I have them as my one and two in the NFC. It's just hard because it's like, for me, it's like, this is who the Packers have, and the the Bucs are just, they are demolished. I mean, he's out there with four, five, and six as wide receivers.
It's tough. But that's the thing, though. I mean, and you lost by two points. Like, if I'm the Bucks, I'm encouraged. I, I feel like, like I said, that that Jones fumble, the that's a you would be shift. saying something Absolutely. different right now if if they had that touchdown, they won by two scores in this game. You'd be saying something different. No, because I just again, I just they'd I, be they would have won the game. What twenty one to maybe at best twelve. I mean, to me though, like I, I from uh, from the looks Which is of it, impressive. I was from the looks of it, I was wrong on the Chiefs, but I, from the looks of it, I was dead accurate about the the Packers. We're gonna see. Two and I one. think you guys are delusional. I think Brady played an outstanding football game. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Think so I think he did. Thirteen of fifteen with no offensive line, right? Lenny had what under forty rushing yards. That's terrible. He had no wide receivers this game. He had Russell Gage. He had Cole Beasley. You had Cole Beasley diving at the first down two yards short. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I mean, so this game, to me, the Bucks they, they commit too many penalties on the offensive line because they can't block a lick. Yep. Um, so what's happening with the Bucks is they're not able to convert on third downs because they don't have the star power to get 15-yard chunks like they have with Evans and Godwin and stuff like that. They're not able to actually bring out their offense. So when they're in... Uh, third and 12s, third and 13s, third and 15s throughout the entire game, of course they're only going to convert two of them. So for me, when I watch the Bucks, it's the most crucial down for them was first down. They were always putting themselves in a hole, second and nine, third and eight, shit like that, man. Like you're not going to win many football games committing penalties and put and shoot yourself in the foot. But I, I, and, I and, and Brady, he was outstanding. 13 and 15, I mean, what I just rattled off about what he was playing with is absolutely insane. But that's the thing. That was the equalizer in the game. And if if you go into this game, if you're the Bucks and you know that you have that issue at wide receiver and offensive line, you should have approached this game differently and not run the football 14 times. But that's the thing is this team, they get pass happy at times. And that is, I mean, obviously when you have Tom Brady, you're not too worried about that most of the time. But this team to. had historical numbers in terms of pass attempts last year and that was arguably what killed this team is they they don't establish the run either so maybe do brady a favor they couldn't and establish get the run now mike why not the they packers couldn't. went out there and they said hey i'm still averaging 2.7 yards per carry and i'm gonna still run the football because that's what's best for my football team i think that the the bucks given that that they could have approached the game differently they could have won this game if they approached it a little bit more like the packers did that it was really just not it was not a great game plan in terms of how to attack the Packers with what you have right now knowing that you're down to your fourth fifth string wide receiver and Brady's not playing that well and you have this amazing defense why not try to do that I don't understand the narrative that he's not playing well I mean what do you want him to do it's just a stand but that's that the thing said, though I, I I get it but what do you want him to do he was he started off 12 of 12. What but that's the thing though is we're sitting here we're saying he was on the fucking Mike saying the Packers ago. offense is kind of a concern but Aaron Rodgers had moments in this game too but at least the thing is is they played to what they are telling you they're going to be they're going to be a rushing football team with Aaron Rodgers a quarterback and they went out and they ran the football still they went out and they just did it and they weren't doing it effectively but they still kept doing it you know but they weren't getting penalties. The Bucks would run, and then it's second and eight. Then all of a sudden, here comes a five-yard penalty or, or a holding penalty, and then it's like second and 18. Then, the, then you're in pass prediction. Now you're predictably going to pass at second and 18, right? You're not going to just do a draw play and get three yards and then go in three, third and 15. You're going to continue to pass. So they were putting themselves in a hole early on. But I'm not going to make it about penalties, bro. Get, 
Because the Packers had more listen, penalties by 25 talk, yards. Let me finish my fucking sentence first. Um, what I'm saying is you, you're never going to be successful fucking getting behind the sticks at third and 15, second and 10. You got to get good yardage on first downs. The Packers were able to get four yards on, on the first down. So they were going the short, immediate routes and, they're hit, and, they, were, and they, they worked. They were doing quick slants and it was working against them. So they were allowed to get first downs. So the Bucks didn't have that on their disposal. So that's why they were struggling on offense. They were behind the sticks the entire game and they were only able to convert two times on third down. That's not a, that's not a winning formula. And you, you don't have enough firepower on the outside to convert those plays. That's all. I mean, that's, that's, that's the that's, thing, that's, though, that's is the maybe the Bucks so should I'm have approached say, it like that. But I'm not going to say Brady played Brady's bad. Brady's good he at that. Had, you're telling me somebody who was 13 to 15 is playing bad. I, no, I, I he's not playing. He's hitting the fucking receiver. Well, how many on yards the season, he Nick, he's not matter. playing well on the season. Why is that? His, why is that? Why is the yardage matter on him? On him? Because if you're 13 to 15 for 45 yards and you're only throwing three yard outs, but it wasn't it wasn't 45 sticks. yards. I know that's I, what I, I guess. I, I, no, I no, no, no. That does. Listen, that does. I, and like I said, there's only to me, there's only one thing about this game, and it's the Buccaneers didn't have wide receivers. That's all it is. If the Buccaneers have their full, their full group, it could be a different story. It's not even a question. I would have picked not, the Bucks. Blown them the fuck out. Like actually blown them out. But when you watch the game, the Bucks were shooting themselves in the foot with these penalties. You can't. You, you they got can't, backups everywhere. But they were exactly. out. They you were out penalized though. You can't be. You can't get behind. You can't get behind the sticks. Not when you play a good team like Green Bay, who 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 has Aaron Rodgers on the other end. Correct. So you gotta you gotta always be in front of the sticks. You can't start off slow like that, and that's what that that's exactly what was going up. Penalties and the lack of explosive players on on the offense. They were out penalized though, but that's the thing though is the Packers they had the ball for seven more minutes in this game, and the game still was kept close because they were able to force that fumble. But that's the thing is, if if one thing you know is not going to work in this game. Why didn't the Bucks go out there and run a short passing game, which you know Brady has done effectively in his career? Go out there and, and just take a few yards at a time. Because they were out penalized. The Packers had 25 more yards and two more penalties than the Buccaneers. So I'm not going to make it about penalties. I think that both quarterbacks were okay in this game. On the season, Brady is not playing well up to his standard. I'm not worried about him, though. But I'm just telling you, he's not playing well on the season. He was okay enough in this game. But okay is not going to cut it. If you're going to throw the ball 42 times, you got to be better than okay. You know? I know you I know you want to defend your guy. Listen. I get it. It's just I'm like, just saying. It's, it's, if you're going to go out there and attack from the pass, I'm gonna let he's going to have to I'm be a little gonna, bit better. I'm going to let you talk, bro. I'm going to let you have your shit today, but we're going to keep this same fucking energy when the, when the weeks fly by. I'm Facts. telling you right now. You see. Don't forget, they were my number one team in the NFC. Yeah, and see. a big part of that is because of that man, number 12. They were my number one team. I think he's fine to me, bro. I'm not worried about him. Me either. <laughs> shield. Not. I know. There's no, there's no shield. He was 31 to 42. That's a fucking good stat line. It is. He had one touchdown. That's the problem. He had a 98.4 rating with fucking bums at wide receiver. What are we talking about, bro? What are we discussing here? What are you saying? He's playing bad. What the fuck are you talking about? So he played good. So there's. So then why did he lose? Because he was they don't fine. Have, but you just game. told me he threw for, you two, just told me he had, had a ninety-eight percent passer rating. Two key fumbles. You can't fumble within the twenty-five yard line. You can't. 
I understand Aaron Jones did, but they, the Bucks fumbled twice too. I I so that, I never that, that, that's, fumbled. and this is why and, and 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 when you have a chance to score with with that offense, you gotta put points on the board because you're not gonna have many chances. Correct. When you have the explosive players Correct. like this missing. That, Listen, hey, that's I, my, Aaron, that's my Aaron Rodgers. I don't think Brady played bad. Aaron Rodgers had a 103.9 rating, and I'm telling you, he only played fine in this game. It's okay. They both just played fine. They were not great in this game. They were fine. I mean, you but a defensive slugfest favors the Packers a little bit more here because they're gonna be able to run on you. I didn't say Aaron Rodgers played bad. I never he was said fine. Brady played bad either. I think Aaron Rodgers played phenomenal. I think that honest, again, it's the same thing. It's they've been incrementally getting a little bit better, but they are still not there yet either as an offense. Both of these offenses are not there right now. They're not where they need to be. Defenses are though. Oh, I agree with that. The quarterbacks, the offenses are not where they need to be right now. Fair, fair assessment. Honest to God. All right. Last but not least. Unfortunately, you're going to have to take some heat here, too. <laughs> I don't mind it. Philly Phil, one more time. Change it up. We're going to go through this quick anyway. The Las Vegas Raiders, guys. Oh, and three. A road loss to the Titans. The Titans <laughs> never trailed once in this whole game the Raiders are now the only 0-3 team in the NFL they're also one of six without a rushing touchdown this season so actually we had a question that I wanted to answer I promised somebody in the audience who would you rather buy right now at running back Derek Henry or Austin Eckler I'll, I'll open with that but let's keep the answers short guys and then we'll get into the game and then we got to get out of here who would you rather have rest of season, Derrick Henry, Austin Heckler, Eckler? Derrick Henry, he, he he gets the volume. I mean, volume is key in, in fantasy. And, I mean, Eckler's a better PPR option. Um, Yo, they but, were weirdly throwing to Derrick Henry a lot in the beginning of that but, game. But, yeah, I'm going with Derrick Henry. Dude. It's Derrick Henry. He's a beast. He gets you 100 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> like, like it's, it, it's easy. It's regular shit. It's regular. I no, love Derrick Henry. He opened up the game getting a lot of passes. I was actually, like, encouraged to see that. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, are they going to incorporate this? Which they, they should put to the, over the last couple of years. Put the ball. Well, last year he was on pace to have the most catches in his career before he hurt his foot. Yeah. But, like, put the ball in your best player's hands. That's, that's how you win. <laughs> I just yeah. don't get it. Yeah. And they need to get him going. Um, he's, he showed a little bit, of, little bit of signs in this game. So, that being said, I, I would rather have Henry as well. Uh, volume is king. And he's got a goal line role that we can bank on. All right. Um, since we let off with the Titans, are they back, guys? Or are you still concerned? I mean, they, they should be 2-1 and one right now. Are they back? Is, is this like... Is this last season's version where they're going to start sneaking up on people again? Here's, here's the thing with the Titans. They are a tough team. They're not a good team. Yep. They just, they're, they're just a, a team that like. Well coached. They're well coached. They're, they're not going to get blown out as many times as they have. I mean, uh, uh, well, against Buffalo. That's, that not gonna, that's, that's an anomaly. This team is well coached. Um, they're just a tough team. But honestly, man, they don't have enough firepower for me to really put them in that in that kind of plethora of, of, of teams. Like, I'm not going to rely on Robert Woods being my number one wide receiver. I'm not going to rely on the Westbrook, Ekin, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, <laughs> Jeff Swaim. I'm not. I, I just. I mean, I, I thought Traylon Burks was going to have a big game. Like, I thought this was the coming out party, but he he had one catch for 13 yards. Uh, it's just a really confusing offense for me. I, I just don't think they have enough on offense to compete. But their defense is pretty solid, so I think I just think they're a tough team. They're just not 
I'm the same. That team from last year. I'm the same. I don't really think that's like a are they back type of thing. I just feel like they're the Titans. They're going to lose some. They're going to win some. Those t those close games, 24 to 22s, they'll win their fair share of them because they have a good coach. I mean, they almost slipped <laughs> up here. This is a game they yeah. controlled, and, and again, and it wound up being be, a two-point game. Yeah. I'm big on should wins, but yeah. no, they should be they should be two and one. That they, they should be two and one. That was a blip on the, which is very rare for a Mike Vrabel team. Right. I mean, they missed the field goal. Yeah. Really. I mean, they lost by like a field goal. This whole narrative would be different if that field goal was made. 100%. I think that people would be talking about them differently. But I'm not in on them yet either. Um, I haven't seen enough from this team, and please use Traylon Burks more. I don't. I don't understand. He looked like he had something going. Um, it's weird, but they will be competitive. I just don't think they're back, and they're they're only a game out of first place. So, and the Colts are in much worse position. So things could be worse, but I'm I'm out on them still. Let's let's see what happens. They they face the Colts two times in the next three weeks. Interesting schedule, but let's see what happens there. Otherwise, let's go to the flip side. The Raiders. Oh boy, yeah. they are in trouble. But let's 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 just make this a fax or cap here because it is week three. They're 0 three. The Chargers are they're one and two. All right. We didn't sound the fucking there too too much. But this is gonna be a fax or cap. The Raiders season is already in danger. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, I don't see how there's no way it's not a fact right now. However, I actually don't think they're the worst team in the division. <laughs> I don't either, but go ahead. I, but I, I, yeah. To elaborate on that, and that's just... So, look, with the the um, the Raiders, Derek Carr hasn't been playing well. And to me, that's because of coaching. And I'm going to say this right now. If the Raiders mess around and go 4-13, and 5-12, and 12, every single team that needs a head coach next year needs to hire Rich Passaccia. Because it's the same roster, and you added Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams, and your team looks like they have never played football before. They already called in a meeting with Josh McDaniels. I just, some guys are built to be coordinators, and he's one of them. Stop hiring guys from Bill Belichick's tree. He don't teach them shit. Look. They don't work out. They look, just don't. Look, they, they've lost by five <laughs> points in, in week one to the Chargers. Then they lost uh, against the Cardinals on in overtime. Then they lost by two points this week. Like, they're not a, f a terrible team. I don't Versace think... Versace doesn't blow that lead, doesn't doesn't lose this one. Says who? Says last year well, when they know, won the, when they were 7-1 and one in one-score games. I get it, I mean, but they're riding momentum in that point. I mean, it's a new <clears> season, so you always, you're going to turn the page. It, it, it doesn't necessarily translate to the next year. Some teams do, some teams don't. It, it, that's... Not, that's not necessarily 100% true, what you're saying. But I get what you're saying. I understand the premise of your argument. But what I'm saying is they're not getting blown out. They're, they're in games. The, the Cardinals game, they blew. That was, that was a game they should have won. That's they needed to win that. They needed to win that game. I mean, looking back, I mean, they just lost to the Titans. But, like, I thought they would beat the Titans. And they played better than the Titans second half. But it just was too late. And I, I don't understand the Devontae Adams usage. No uh, sense. It doesn't make any sense. Devontae Adams had seven <clears throat> catches for 48 yards in the last two games. Explain to me how. Coaching. Explain to me. Coaching. I, I think I, I, I think Derek it. Carr has just not been good. Plain and simple. I, I think a lot of it's on him. I mean, I'm not going to just put it on McDaniels. I think Derek Carr has not been playing well yeah, at all. I, I don't. He, he looks like he took a big step back so far.
See, I'm, but, not, I'm not there. Like the character, the character this team still shows the fact that they still fight, even though in two of these three games, they were down by large deficits. And that's the big problem with them is they keep getting jumped early. And this is the same problem that the Cardinals, the, the same thing. They're, I've, I've been saying they're like the same two teams from the start of the season. The problem is you cannot expect to be in games when you get jumped like that early. This is a team that's supposed to be scoring points. Yeah. And they're not doing it. And Derek Carr does not look like himself right now. I, I mean, the offensive line's an issue. I, I mean, honestly, if you were to tell me that they were going to give up the points that they gave up, I would have been like, oh, they're probably going to win most of these games if they're only giving up 24 points. But the, the, the defense is a problem, too. They're, they're giving up tons of yardage. The scoring might not be there yet. It doesn't necessarily show. It looks like they've been in these games. They've not really been in these games. They come back late. You got to be playing four quarters of football. And that's the thing is like, they're like with a new coach, new system. You would like to see that early, but you don't expect it. And sometimes it takes time to gel. And unfortunately for them, when you're in the division you're in, and the AFC, you don't have that time. I feel like they're going to probably improve quite a bit in in the coming weeks. But right now, they look like a bad football team. I don't expect it to stay that way. So I'm saying facts just because of, I mean, you can't start on with three here. I agree. And they're in trouble. Like, that's the thing is like, we're going to talk about the Broncos on Thursday, the Broncos and the 49ers. The Broncos still won two games playing like diarrhea. You have to, you have to, you you have to have W's on your record at this point in That's this division in the AFC. <clears throat> That's all I'm saying. They couldn't find a way to claw any of these three out. Like they could have still. Kudos to them. I don't even know how they did it. They they're not playing well at all on either side of the ball. This is they can't I'm, run either. This is why I'm putting it all on Josh McDaniels. You're Rich Basaccia. All that shit that that team was going through and his leading target guy, his leading receiver was Hunter Renfro. And you add Devontae Adams and you get back a healthy Waller and your offense took a step back. I, now, look, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because I, 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 I got scared to death when I saw that eight and a half line. You don't add those two guys and Does drop the eight and a half scare you. You don't drop your win totals by two and by two games. You just don't. It doesn't make. It never made sense. And it's about Josh McDaniels and Josh McDaniels only. This is a schematic problem. He's gonna have Devontae to get it together. Adams, his stock is on a free fall. Seven catches for forty-eight yards. That's embarrassing, bro. You are, like, I just, I, 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 I don't understand it. There's no excuse for that. It's it takes time to learn the system too, though. I mean, they're probably learning the new system. I mean, I'm not making excuses. I was dead wrong about the Raiders. I believe in this team. I still do. I still to, do. To I do not agree. I think they have the talent there. I just think for me, it's just like they're not gelling right now. And 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 in the AFC, you gotta gel quickly because you need wins. There's and, no room for error. Yeah, there's no room for error. That's you the can't problem. Start off 0-3. It's you're gonna dig yourself in a hole that you may not be your. You, you may not be able to rebound. You get, you still got to play. You, you play the Broncos next week. Then you play the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, like you, you got hard games left in your schedule. So you like when you have winnable games like the Cardinals, you got to win those football games. And and that's where I stand with it. But I think this time, I think this team is gonna take some time to understand the the system of Josh McDaniels. Um, but I, I, they have all the pieces in place. I just think they need to, to buy into what's going on. They will, I hope though. they do, because I want Derek I Carr will. to succeed. But Me I too. Just, I like Derek Carr. I, like I said, I was really upset. He's playing poorly, though. Rich playing really bad. I, I mean, yeah, you had momentum with him, at least. Rich Versace, and I thought, I thought they were going to give him the job. It was kind of an odd turn of events.
Um, we'll see, guys. Like, I, a lot of people like to say their season's over. And I'm not doing that. But it is in danger. Like, this is a must-win. And we're probably going to touch on them just a tad on Thursday because they do face the Broncos. And that's that's the next game on schedule. And you could make an argument that this is, this is the tone setter for both of these teams for the rest of their season. I'll Even the Broncos. This. The Broncos are 2-1. and one, yeah. And this right here, I feel like, I, I don't want to call it a must win for them, but it kind of feels that way to me because I've not seen anything encouraging yet besides the defense playing so well without Justin Simmons. So, like, that's the thing is this is going to be, to me, I hate saying this in week four, but it's kind of a must win for both teams to me because uh, things could spiral but it will spiral more for the raiders if they lose this game way more because they're but they're also at home like this is a much bigger game for the raiders but this is this is i don't know where to go i i'm gonna be i'm gonna be dead honest with you and i know you're waiting i know here's we'll here's, get them, we'll get them on here's, thursday here's uh here's my only hope for them miami dolphins were zero and eight last year and they made a serious run towards the end of the season that's my only justification. They still have time. Oh, absolutely. The Raiders made a run so last I year. Say, I can't say they're, they're... Yeah, yeah. They were they were bad at the start of last year, and they made a run, the Raiders. Yeah. So, so I, I can't I'm not going to go yeah. there. I'm like People go are like... Over, but they're, they're in trouble. They're in yeah. trouble. Anytime, anytime a team starts 0-3, you're in trouble. Look what we're seeing here, though. Two of these teams in the NFC West, we expect to be crisp. New head coaches, they do not it takes look time. like they're there right now. I agree. One, it happens to be 2-1, but that could change. Like, things could change very quickly here. I'm just saying it. That's going to be one that we have to talk about. I mean, Russ is cooking cheese sandwiches right now. He's cooking hot dogs and cereal. Putting cheese on a fucking slab of, of bread. He don't That's... know how to use a stove, guys. What <laughs> <laughs> fuck are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, so, I mean, look, I'll keep it a buck there, too. But. We'll cover that Thursday. We got more on the slate. We'll give you our picks. Philly Phil, you can transition the whole thing. But yeah, Rob. Um <laughs> that might be facts. <laughs> the whole uh, scandal will happen. So he was paying. <laughs> Thursday, you know what to expect by now. We're gonna give you a preview. We're gonna focus on some of the bigger games like that one that we just mentioned. And we will give you all of our picks for every game against the spread, money line. We'll even if there's some props, I'll point them out. We'll give out fantasy advice as it's available Thursday, 8 p.m. You know where to find us. But ladies and gentlemen, episode 110 of Psychotic and Iconic Power by Playmaker was brought to you by Picks. Daily fantasy made easy. Also, regular shit. We were live at the Props Network <laughs> at PropsHQ.com. And you need to go there and subscribe. I don't know what the hell you're waiting for. I didn't even think I was being that funny. It's hilarious. It's, 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 it's just because it's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I do use that a lot in my vocabulary. Thank you, guys. Um, last but not least, merchandise. Fantastic fabric, courtesy of IPP Pressworks, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. If you want P&I merch, make sure you DM us for pricing and details, and we'll get you hooked up. Again, Thursday, 8 p.m., week four game picks. All right. Thank you, everybody. Nick Theories, you know what to do.
Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher. And all that other crap. <laughs> also, follow <laughs> us on all of our socials, such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys this Thursday at P&I, baby.